0: Welcome to the Waste of Time Podcast. I am your host, Kevin. And once again, I am here with the voice of a generation. Someone that's going to be a very important. This is Shauna. No, probably not. But- Shauna, <laughs> hey.
1: Hello, Kevin. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's a crazy time we live in right now. And I think this episode is going to be a little bit different.
1: Mm-hmm. It needs to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, and it's good. Because um, there's a lot going on right now in the world, and I feel like I should def I feel like I, I want to talk about this.
1: Yeah, I feel as though mm, I don't have the words, and I and I'm. I know I don't have the right words. I think that's kind of the first step is admitting that you know what the fuck to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I want to try, and I want to figure out what it is I'm supposed to do. Like. I mean, it's all just about being better and and trying to be the best person for your friends. I Mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm. I know that stuff's really, really hard right now, and it's not new stuff. It's not like I never knew this stuff was happening, but um, it's just become so every week that it's... I mean, and and you can't ignore it anymore, and and I don't want to ignore it anymore either.
0: Yeah. It's... it's Something I so for those that don't know I am an African American man. Um, I have had race, uh, racial encounters with the police before. Um, nothing obviously too fatal, which is fantastic, but it is something that that's, I am.
1: Per- that sucks. That's how we're measuring it, but yeah, yeah. That's,
0: yeah. yeah but it's something that I'm definitely conscious of every time I do get pulled over. One thing I do want to say is um, happy birthday to Breonna Taylor. Today was the day on the recording. Today is her birthday, or would have been her birthday had she not been killed by the police in her home. Um, So (laughs) it's it's the times that we're in, sadly, but it was something I definitely wanted to make sure I said out loud. So happy birthday to her. Um, This has just been, this week has been, this week kind of, of recording has been crazy.
1: It's like the tipping point, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like it's tough because it's like it, there. It seems like isolated incidents, but I know it's not. But that's mm-hmm. how it, it shows up every so often. And there's so many problems in the world that you kind of you kind of get numb to it, and that's not cool. I and don't want to be the, I don't want to yeah, be that tough. person. Um, it's just I grew up in such a small white town, mm, the whitest town. In Ben and Jerry's is basically like started there. So you know how Mm -hmm. fucking white it was. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I didn't really understand the subtle racism more. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand it now. I live in the South and I'll just be talking to people and they start casually saying subtle racist shit. And you're like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? I can't believe you're saying that. And and my problem is that I don't say anything back because... I'm so afraid of confrontation and that's where I'm learning that that's my problem, that I need to stop being afraid of confrontation. I have to start saying shit back, even if it makes me, I think. Not feel
0: great about it.
1: Well, I don't know. comfortable. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, I think the word political is used against people a lot. Like my cousin married a black guy and she has now, you know, half black, half white kids. Mm-hmm. And she's been posting nonstop, like this is an issue in my life. This is something I care about. And she's been called too political, which is wild. And that's insane. I mean, they're what are they really asking for? To be safe? Is that really political? That's <laughs> that's fucked. And yeah, that
0: doesn't sound too too mm, much no. to ask for, right?
1: No, it doesn't. And I think that word's thrown out all the time to kind of make people feel bad, like you're being too political, like let's just make it easy and casual, but like what group says that? People who don't have to really worry about the quote political unquote shit like
0: for for like for someone like me for a lot of times it's not about being political, it's just being alive. Yeah. it's just trying to be alive um one time, I got pulled over. Um, I'm from Southern California and one time I got pulled over and the cop did, I was leaving my mother's house. I was going back to my apartment. Um, cop pulls me over and after he asked for my license and registration, first thing he asked me is he asked, uh, he asked me when was the last time I was in jail? I was (laughs) extremely taken aback because I had never been to jail and I, I was, I, I could not fathom why that would be the question i had no he had no reason to pull me over mm-hmm. i was making a right turn onto a major street um i stopped at the light slowed down like you do to make sure you know you don't die mm-hmm. and you know run to the thing <laughs> and uh that's so he, he asked me that i tell him never and i'm and i'm shocked and appalled and he do said he, well we'll see do you
1: think he even thought about you know like, i feel like if people <clears> say that shit, they don't even like think about why they asked that. I think they would be like, oh, I'm just, I ask everybody that. But, like, they probably yeah, don't. And they, don't. and it's, it's so embedded in shit that they don't even think about it.
0: it. It It's crazy because when my answer was never, definitely not, his response was, well, we'll see. And he went gross. to his, his computer or whatever, in his car, ran my stuff. I was still just in shock that this was my, interaction with him. And I'm, like, maybe 19, 20 at the time. Maybe 21. Because I was living on my own. And uh he comes back and tells me that I, I could have a good day. I, I That was it. He, he was didn't
1: done. apologize. He, he was like, no. hey, sorry, I was a total dick back no. there.
0: <laughs> he ran my stuff. And then no. I said, Uh okay, thanks, officer. And then he left. Because I'm not trying to die, so I'm not trying to get lippy with him. Yeah. I mean, but it's sorry, insane. It's, it was just insane that I... I that was the interaction that I had.
1: I don't have, I'll never, obviously I'll never have that same interaction mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be like, huh. I totally get it. But I mean, I've had cops be rude to me, I think because I'm a girl and they think I'm dumb. Uh, I got pulled over and he was, cause I, I guess I blew a stop sign like very slowly. Uh, I, I was going like 10 miles per hour and I was following mm-hmm. my then boyfriend, now husband on a military base. And he pulled me over and he said, oh, what's that eight side, like that eight sided red thing in the the side of the road? And I was like, are you, you think I'm so stupid that I don't know what a stop sign is? It was so rude. And then. He went and he talked to Jameson and all came back and he was super cool to me. Like like he needed like the <laughs> I males talked approval. To your mail
0: approval. Yeah. And he said it was okay. And
1: of course, that's not the same thing. I'm not saying that oh, no, no, I understand no. that I wasn't in any life danger, but I understand the disrespect of people it comes from somewhere and they have these weird, unspoken rules about who you are before they even talk to you.
0: It's it's interesting because I feel like it's obviously not just law enforcement. Um, this is a people problem. Yes. But um, I don't know why it feels like for us though. Possibly because of the authority, but I feel like that police off being a police officer means you have to be a dick sometimes, which is I mean, kind of crazy. I feel like, like you think should.
1: Maybe they think they're always in danger, but like, why do they feel more in danger around black people? Is like the real root of that yeah. problem, I think. It's yeah. not like, I understand why you might feel like people are dangerous, but why do you think black people are dangerous?
0: Right. Well, I, I'm just, I'm a regular, mild, <laughs> um, well-spoken man, just chilling, trying even, to have a I good mean, day. If
1: you weren't, there's people with mental health issues. Like, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like, someone who's not well-spoken shouldn't be considered dangerous. I mean... I don't know. I'm I'm afraid of people. I'm I'm admittedly afraid of just men, not not any type of men, just men. Like when in general, I, when I run, I'm scared that men are gonna come pull over because I have, and I'm afraid I'm gonna be fucking you know kidnapped. But
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I think uh, I don't know where I'm going with it, but I'm just saying, uh, this people is just, are dangerous.
0: It, people yeah, are scary. Not not
1: one particular group of people are. But dangerous.
0: Not, yeah, just people in general. Yeah. And,
1: I don't even want to think like that. Like, I feel like even that's learned behavior, I don't want to be afraid of people just damn. But I think that everyone needs to think about like where the fuck these like prejudices really come from. Cause they come from somewhere. And I think they come from messages we've gotten forever and never thought to look at.
0: One time um, I had a conversation rather. I want to say the last couple of years, with a friend's husband who is a police officer. Um, I had a conversation with him and I said to him, it was just point blankly, why do you guys stop us more often than others? And then he said, it's not, it just seems that way, but it's not that way. I've
1: been told and that too. I told him,
0: <laughs> I told him it, it's, then I, I told him about another Thing that happened to me here in Las Vegas, where I was driving in the center lane, then I moved to the right lane. Mm-hmm. um I did not signal. I just moved to the right lane, but there was no other cars around me. The officer, I guess, turned the corner, and at, at the light that I that I went through it was a green light. Went through the light, and then they got behind me. So then I moved back. To, I signaled and moved to the center lane. And then they followed me to the center lane. So that I signaled back went back to the right lane. Cause obviously they were following me. Yeah. And so I went back to the right lane and then they pulled me over. They, the officer and his partner get out the car. I'm wearing my work shirt. Um, The, the officer and the, his partner get out the car. They come up on either side of my car. They're flash, they're shining their light in my car. It's probably dusk. So it's like six 37. Cause I was just got off work. And um, he tells me, Oh, did you, did, you didn't signal back there, so that's why we were stopping you? And I said, Oh, no, not a problem, officer. I understand. I meant to, I probably should have signaled. Um, how far ago, though? What was it? He was like, mm, About five or six lights ago. And I was like,
1: So why like, did what? you wait so long? To yeah, I'm like, wait, what? I mean, if it was what such a big you- issue. Yeah.
0: What? And then he's like, Yeah. So he runs my stuff, and then he comes back and he tells me, um, all right, and this is your your vehicle, and I said, yeah. I said all right, okay, cool. You uh, have a good day. We're gonna just we're just gonna give you a warning. Make sure you signal. I saw you signaled when you changed lanes to the center and then back to the right. So obviously your signal works. So go ahead, just have a good day. And then I when I was I was relaying the story to uh, my friend's husband, he was like, well, you know, what kind of car do you drive? And I told him I, I drive a, uh, Hyundai. And he's like, you know, sometimes those cars get stolen. And so we're just trying to check. And I was like, that sounds that sounds like a mm-hmm. crock of shit. That sounds like a those crock of shit. Those
1: specific cars? Like, people are like, oh, I'm <laughs> jonesing for a Hyundai. Hyundai, I a Hyundai, Sonata. I mean, yeah, exactly.
0: And he's yeah, like, well, you know what, that could be it.
1: All those other very nice cars. Right. Like, yeah, I want a Hyundai, not a Lexus.
0: He was, he was just trying to make an excuse for his fellow officers. And I think that's actually one of the most interesting things that's happening as of late is that this yeah. brotherhood seems to have become broken, break, broken amongst the, the police force because there's more and more that are standing in this time with those that are protesting yeah, and uh... reporting bad behavior since um, last week or since the la- the last week with with uh, Mister Mister George Taylor. So. I, that is that is one thing, uh, George Floyd. I mean, that's one thing that is that is that is a plus. I think.
1: What? Wait, I'm not following. The plus is so, what?
0: This the protest and the the standing up and the speaking out after watching the horrific death of George Floyd is making other officers
1: stand up to the, the to each other. Okay, yeah, that's what needs to happen for sure because. I mean, I know a lot of people are anti-police entirely, and I'm I, not. I, I'm, I honestly I can't speak on that subject. Uh, I was given a defund the police pro, like petition. I'm not going to sign it because I don't know what I'm signing. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to research things. Even people with the best of intentions, the people who are on the Black Lives Matter side, are they're susceptible to. F- fake infographs for fake news and stuff like that and that right. sucks but they need to really research before they sign petitions mm-hmm. i mean if it's justice for someone who's been wrongfully killed i'm signing that without question but right. I'm, not, I'm not gonna make a huge sign like that i, mean, I don't I, mean, I don't know what to do i'm a person
0: is a very slow, authority is uh, needed i don't know what order. to
1: do uh, yeah i mean like People have like alternatives that they've shared on social media, but I'm like, but mm. where are these coming from? Where is right. the promise that that's going to happen? I, I oh, I don't know. I I'm not a person who should be making these decisions. That's why we trust other people higher up to make these decisions, but they're not fucking doing it for us, and so it's become a burden to for us to figure out how we're supposed to run this country when they're not doing it. You know, like I feel like there's no such thing as trusting anymore. I thought there was when you grow up and you are taught, or at least I was taught that like, Oh, the police are helpful and like the government cares and all this stuff. And like, as you grow older, you're like, maybe not, maybe they don't. (laughs) And especially not now.
0: Well, what's crazy is that as a whole, I think the police force is meant to be helpful
1: but yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't had all negative, but of course I'm one person. My, my experience does not rule every experience out there. So I don't, it's just tough. It's just, it's, you see a lot of people who share their anecdotal experiences. Um, Mostly a lot of white people who are like, uh, like, okay, all lives matter. It's like, no shit. Like, that's what, we're, <laughs> that's the fucking point. But um, they say like, uh, well, I've had only positive police interactions and it's like okay but you're not in the demographics speaking <laughs> yeah. about the, the wrong doings why do you think that your one experience getting pulled over in a minivan like speaks for an entire different race of people
0: right right I mean,
1: i've had good interactions with police but i don't i don't think that i have the authority to say anything about really anything that's happening
0: the the thing that's crazy for me is that i've had Positive interactions with police. I've obviously had negative ones. The one interaction I just don't want to have is my last.
1: Yeah, and I don't want that either. Of course, I don't want that. No one. And that's that.
0: right. And that's all I think about though. Whenever I get I pulled over I'm or sorry. interact with them, it's, it's all right. It's not not your fault. It's no, just, I know. Something... But everyone
1: who cares about you like cares a lot, <laughs> and we mm-hmm. don't. I mean, especially like I texted you the other day, and I was like, I know this is fucking stupid. I don't know what to say. I just, I'm thinking about you a lot. And I know like, I know you're one of those people that it's like, if you say anything, that's great, but I don't want to contribute to just some bullshit, like apologizing and then doing nothing. Like we want to change it. I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely something that weighs heavy on people who care about black people. I mean, like I have a lot of black family and friends and I care and just, I just kind of feel helpless.
0: Right. Just as long as you, what I say is, as long as you don't feel hopeless, that there's not anything that can eventually change, it's going to take time. Yeah. There's no no sweeping changes that could happen. But with the death of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, the ones recently, it seems to have sparked a movement that hopefully doesn't peter out and continues to burn brighter because people are definitely feeling something right now and i hope it can lead to change there's it's just the thing that's crazy to me is that the amount of times that things have happened like to those names i just mentioned Mm -hmm. um also to like freddie gray philandra castile sandra bland these other people that have died in the hands of police officers people with with uh, authority like Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was a kid.
1: I remember that one a lot because I remember someone going as Trayvon Martin for Halloween in my white hometown back in the day.
0: That is troubling.
1: I mean, we were like, oh, all right, see ya. Like, but I should have said, I'm so sorry that, you know, I I mean, I'm learning. I'm definitely learning and I'm definitely not like, I wouldn't say I've ever like spewed racial hate, but I've been ignorant for sure. And, And I think a lot of white people have this really knee-jerk reaction, like, I'm not racist. I'm not the problem. And it's like, you're probably not racist, but you probably are ignorant in ways you have never understood, Mm -hmm. never looked at. And I think what this is really begging us to do is look at it, even though Mm -hmm. it sucks. and Even though I – I mean, I feel ashamed about some stuff, I – I grew up in that, like, .0 oh era, you know, where everyone like it was like, oh, make fun of everything. It's funny to be, like, shocking. And so you'd say stuff that you're like, this is so mean, but it's funny because it's mean. And I-, I now know, no, it's not really fucking funny. Like, grow up and don't be like that anymore. And I think a lot of people need to really own up to their shit if they want to be better, especially if they want to be better allies.
0: One thing that I think we're going to really need is I'm going to need a conviction for uh, George Floyd's killer, I'm gonna need a conviction. That that's the thing that's going to be what puts it over. Is because too often these these people go to court and then they don't go to jail, which makes us makes me feel unseen yeah. and uncared about because we're, we're prosecuting. But these killers are getting off.
1: What is also <laughs> crazy is the way that certain news organizations will kind of implant these other ideas into the public's minds. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty common tactic. They'll say like, oh, he had COVID. And then people who don't read the full news story, which it said, but he didn't die from it. Or he had like a heart attack. They won't read that it wasn't how he died. They'll just take right. that headline and say, see, this is, like, why it's kind of, yeah. And so, and they're, like, he's a, I mean, right now, there's, like, I just typed in to Google George Floyd and it became, like, a violent criminal. He has a history. It's, like, who fucking cares? like if that doesn't I matter In a
0: 10 minute video an officer put his knee on his neck and
1: right killed well, him. what was he doing in the moment like okay people yeah. in a lot of the times and like i know i joke about being like I, I joke about a lot of stuff like that i hope that people realize is sarcasm or satirical or whatever but i joke about like you know people riding on bikes are like poor like mm-hmm. i'm i'm serious i understand that like being poor drives you to things that people who are not poor do not understand whatsoever. So if you're violent, if you're a criminal, like oftentimes it's because you were either hurt yourself or you were driven to it because you didn't have the means to provide for yourself. Like there are reasons for these behaviors that were demonizing. They're not just fucking out of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't, I don't, uh, it's, it's frustrating.
0: It is frustrating and it's sad, but I'm glad that right now, there seems to be a voice so everyone that is with the black lives matter movement i thank you everyone that understands that i just want to stay alive i thank you that
1: too obviously everyone that wants
0: me to be alive i thank you (laughs) People so crazy like even us.
1: how it's phrased, but that's like the sick part is like, yeah, of course we want you to be live. Yeah. Kevin is one of the most well-loved people I've ever fucking met in my entire life. As I mentioned, like every week, <laughs> you're a fan favorite of just everybody. <laughs> and so, yeah.
0: Thank you. It's, it's, I, it's a scary time, but I, I think people like you, Shauna, who's a friend of mine and friend so to black people to people friend of people you know because i'm a friend it's... of
1: few people but i usually <laughs> hate most people based on their personality
0: not having to do with their race <laughs> yeah or, or i'm just like, like hate that.
1: you because you're bullshit but yeah. I, if you're black or white or whatever uh, that's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um i want to wrap this up shauna what are you drink? what are you drinking today
1: I'm drinking Goose
0: Island. Okay, I want you to raise your Goose Island glass. I'm drinking Garage Brewing's California Garage Brewing Company's Apple Pie Pale Ale. That's what I'm drinking today. I want to do a toast. A virtual cheers and a virtual toast to George Floyd, to Breonna Taylor, to Ahmaud Arbery, Philandro Castile, Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, Michael Brown, Sean Bell. Trayvon Martin, um, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, people.
1: To anybody There's so many names. There's been... so many
0: names that have been hurt by this or killed, that have been killed by this. I want to do a toast to them and I want to do a drink to them. They didn't deserve it. And hopefully we can finally get the justice that we need. Well said. Um. Next week, we'll be back with another funny episode, but Shauna, thank you for joining me for this one.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for dealing with my not knowing what to say. <laughs>
0: no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, and uh, hopefully we, we, we are able to get to the other side of this and just get to better times. <sighs> All right. With that, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>